This episode of the Music Video Podcast is brought to you by Couch. Because I'm on it. We're on a couch. I'm at home. This we're, couch was are, comped to us by a big couch. It was not. I paid money for this couch and it sucks so much. It's bad. It's too it's it is too soft and too deep. It, you have to pick one of those things. Like if you have a deep couch like this, it has to be it has to give enough firmth right. to like support me. I am sitting on like a mountain of pillows right now. Just so many feathers. Like there are, you could Ryan, you can see Ryan is across from me in like a, um, it's like a psychiatrist sort of relationship because Ryan's very upright in a chair and I am propped up against a couch wearing with just so many pillows around. You look me. like how, you're you're shrinking in a cheap movie. How many pillows are behind me? I can't see. Um, just the like a guest room's worth. <laughs> sure. Throw like pillows. A, Seventeen like a suburban throw pillows. moms. Just so many pillows. I, I'm stacking them up because I got to get up to the mic. Yep. Got to gotta get that booster seat. Ryan, how was your week? It was good. Uh, first things first, though, this is the music video podcast. Oh, I didn't even the, introduce it. The that. thing we call the thing it is. Yep. This is episode three. No secrets here. We just say it, come out, we're straight shooters. Yeah. Um, the Grammys are tomorrow. Grammys are tomorrow. I often well, do not care about the Grammys. I continue not to. Yeah, I don't I don't care about the Grammys. They're they're not they're not great. Uh I do have open in front of me a category called Best Video. They do give two awards, one for long form video and one for short form. And Lemonade did not win long form video. They don't have a great track history. Uh this Just year's nominees aren't bad that. though. Um I'm gonna play a game that you can play with me. Okay. And it's when I'm do on, I, I can play with you or do I have to play? I'd like with you? you to so that I'm not the okay. only one who's embarrassed by this. Great. On the music video podcast, I'm going to list the video nominees for the Grammy. And I'm going to admit which ones I've heard of. Okay. First we have Ape Shit by the Carters. I have heard of that. Heard of that. Yes. We have This Is America by Childish Gambino. I have absolutely I have heard, heard of that. that. that I've watched it a that lot. That should win. I have I'm Not Racist by Joyner Lucas. I believe I have heard of that. I don't think I've heard of it. Maybe if I heard the song or saw the video, I'd recognize it. Uh, Pink with a Y by Janelle Monae. I've heard it. I have heard and seen it live and on video and enjoy it. Those pants are, uh, should they belong in the MoMA? Yeah. And then uh, a song called Mumbo Jumbo by Tierra Whack. I was really hoping you were going to say Mumbo number five. No. It's not outside the realm of possibility. I mean, it is. The but Grammy's like, eligibility period you, is so off. But if you told me that Mambo Number no. 5 was somehow eligible for a Grammy this year, I'd, believe, I'd be forced to believe you. Yeah. I, that's a, I, there's no way that This Is America is not going to win that, right? I, I mean, it is, it's an all-timer, I think. I think it's because, a fantastic video. Because it's I only, also really like Ape Shit. Yeah, it's only real competition in that would maybe be Ape Shit, but Ape Shit goes so far out of its way to say fuck the Grammys yeah. that they're not. Well, gonna... and Janelle Monet has the momentum of a lot of nominations. That's that true. She but could get it. She's gonna, I and don't... she's so visual otherwise. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't. I don't. It's probably mumbo jumbo. It's probably brilliant. We yeah, should watch them. They're going to give it to. They're somehow Allison Krauss is going to win. This. <laughs> it's going to be Allison Krauss and Robert Plant. It's going to be Santana Smith. Yeah. Bonnie Raitt is going to slide Raitt in. Is, Bonnie Raitt will be accepting this award on Donald Glover's behalf. <laughs> All right. So this week's topic is uh, not yet a woman. That's what I've called it. I know it's confusing to a lot of people. It's that moment. It's confusing to me specifically. In the music video world where a younger artist 
is establishing their independence and their maturity through a new turn, sometimes in their musical life, but visually for sure. Mm-hmm. There's no turning back. It's often overtly sexual. I will say often, but not. it does not have to be. Do you no. think it has to be? I don't think it has to be, but those are the ones that really stuck out. Sometimes sure. it's a song, like Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson is the moment where she stopped being like an American Idol and started being like just like a great pop star. Yeah. Um, but the video is sort of in keeping with the image she already had. Definitely. But I, I think that like this phenomenon of like rebranding through rebranding like through your like through for a for a teen star to become right. an adult star is really a phenomenon that like exists exclusively because of the music video. Like, yeah. Without this being a tool that to idea package of yourself. Singers reinventing themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is focusing on, like, the teen version of that. Right. Which is, like, a teen, a person with one identity as this type of a artist. Yeah. It's not now, just somebody getting a new haircut. Is now, is now, a, is now a different thing. Right. And, like, needs to be understood for a different audience. Totally. So, like, this is like you're Justin Bieber getting a swagger coach. Right. I would love a swagger coach. You, you need one. I think, I think we all need one, kind of. Just like the idea of uh, how to, if someone's taking your picture, how to do that confused eyebrows thing. Does Justin Bieber do that well or does he just do it? He just does it. He's, he was coached to do it. Um, and, you know, we're all, we're all, you always can like check back in with your coach. Yeah, what is his coach? What's his coach's retainer? To... Like what is, what's his, what is his coach's like meeting structure? Like, do they meet once a week? Do they have a Google Drive? Do they have, yeah, like... they have a doodle. <laughs> got, they have a Facebook Messenger sure. check-in. They're, they've got, like, a group chat that's just crazy. Yeah, they're like, uh, hey, Justin, I couldn't help but notice you were on Ellen last week, and you didn't do a namaste hands when you came out. Oh, and you gave her a real hand. hug instead of, like, a chest bump hug. And uh, you never... Have s- you ever been... Has someone ever brought in a bro hug, and you didn't know... You didn't know what was happening. I never know. Like when they, that results always in them just like uh, hijacking my handshake, where it's just like, oh, now my handshake, now my hands over there. Okay. I have given so many confusing bro hugs to straight people in the world. I, I don't know. I don't. If somebody, I need a swagger coach to teach me how to do a bro hug successfully. Some of them are too many literal brothers. I don't. I can't. Like I need a swagger coach to. Do it. to uh, Order my beers. I need a swagger coach to... Uh, Does a swagger coach prefer beer? Or would a like, swagger coach want you to get, like, a whiskey? Oh, uh, see? That's why I need a swagger coach. So that's the, that's the like idea. Scissor. I think a swagger coach would like you to drink something out of a foam cup. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we are. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, what, this, that's what this genre is. Um, a good way to think of it metaphorically in your heads is, and I know we've brought up this movie on every episode so far, but the movie Grease. Yep. At the end, Sandy goes from being like a Bobby Soxer to being like uh, a spandex disco funhouse yeah. queen yeah. dancer. Okay. So it's from old Sandy to new Sandy. Old Sandy to new Sandy. Sure. Um, and that, I just sort of checked it out. That That is a thing that happened in real life. With Olivia Newton-John. Of course. Speaking yeah. of the Grammys, the yeah. very first Grammy, here's some trivia for you guys at home. If you think this podcast is not about teaching and learning and growing together, the first video of the year at the Grammys was won by Physical by Olivia Newton-John, which is the start of videos 
being that covered is, in sweat. Yeah. That's a great representation because and being it is, not safe for work. It is sweaty. It is not there's not product placement in it necessarily, but there easily could be. People definitely signed up for aerobics. Yeah. Based like on it's, that. It's it's product placement for like the the exercise boom of yeah. like the perfect era. It's perfect, also the movie. Have we talked we've talked about perfect on this podcast? We've mentioned several perfect times. as well. Yeah. Um the physical video is real like body shamey in a way that I'm not great about. I want to say that this podcast is not about body shaming, and no, it is uh, sex is, positive. Is, is sex positive <laughs> and also uh, not safe body, for work. Body positive and not safe for work. A lot of these videos, it's unavoidable that we're going to be talking about people's bodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just I, I mean, you can't get o- around it. it. The very first shot of Christina Aguilar's Dirty, for example, it's a video that a lot of people have mentioned when I mentioned this topic, yeah. is her butt in chaps with an X. With a giant X on it? It's a giant X For over X-tina, her butt. because she was rebranding to X-Tina. That's, uh, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's her bad Sandy. Yeah. And so yeah, I think the bad Sandy actually really works for me. I'm understanding this now the on bad a level Sandy. that I did not understand it all week. Because Christina I, Aguilera in Come On Over, Dancing With Confetti Raining Down, mm-hmm. Perfect Pop Star, yep. is good Sandy, mm-hmm. young Sandy. And then, like, school year Sandy. And then summer vacay Sandy is dirty, where there is no confetti, but there is a flooded men's room. Yeah, There's that's, that furries, is a... mud wrestling, boxing. Yeah. Yep. Dancing. Yep. Uh, what are some other, like, heavy hitters of this? Because I know you called it not yet a woman, but I also think a, a working title for this episode could be not a girl. Right. <laughs> that would be a beautiful song. It would be a beautiful coming age song. Jot those, jot both That's those a, lyrics yeah. down. That's actually not one of the videos that I think is like particularly emblematic of it's this not. theme. I think the video from Britney Spears would be "I'm a Slave for You." Oh yeah, right. that's one like that that's, I watched this week. That in keeping with, and that was just a little bit before the dirty video. Yeah, and I remember when the dirty video came out, it seemed maybe at least maybe this was only me. I can't imagine that it was, but it seemed like it was because it was like the I'm a Slave for You video, but like up a notch. Christina had a little catching up to do because she hadn't released an album as soon. Yeah, so it felt a little thirstier. It felt just a little bit like, oh, you're going to be dancing in a sweaty room. Well, I'm going to be in a shower. Yeah, parents like you. Yeah. Parents hate me. Did parents like Britney Spears? I don't don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Britney Spears' parents like Britney Spears. Christina Aguilera definitely wanted to make sure that we knew that she was, she's so, so dirty. What is it they say? They say so many synonyms for dirty at the beginning. Dirty, I can't. Dirty, filthy, too dirty to clean my act Too dirty to clean my act That was what I was thinking about. Which is like, okay. Yeah. I get it. You have (laughs) sex. We get, we understand. I get it, where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's a great song. It's a I, it's maybe my favorite. I will say, song. like, this is a whole episode could be about the dirty video, and the thing that I want to say about it is, I think it's a lot of fun. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's it's goofy and weird, and it's and it's like aggressively unpleasant to look at. Like, oh. dirty is. They took that pretty it's literally. Like every, everyone is, every way everyone is too dirty. Interpret it, yeah. In I'm a slave for you. Just called slave for you. In slave for you. Is it's, it just called slave for you? It's called it, slave for you. It, no, it's not. It's called I'm a slave. For, look this up. I think it's called slave for you. I don't think so. In the video for that song and in the song and the lyrics, it's mentioned that she is uh, 
she can get into clubs. It, also, in the in, <laughs> in the like second line of that song is that I uh, she knows that she may come off as quiet or may come off shy. Right. Okay. Has it? Does it? <laughs> Has that, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the in the video, yeah, the, the song is uh, the song is it's objectively called, about. The song is called. I'm a slave for you. <laughs> yeah, I, you're acting as though I didn't have the Britney Spears Britney compact disc in my car. <laughs> I did. I would if I still had a car. Um, via the video, I will say, and this is another one that when you say it's a hot video, it's meant both ways. Everybody, everybody is, sweating. is hot. Everybody is so wants hot to there. turn on the AC. Where are a, they? A great question. They're in a like apocalyptic. Um, it's an open air, multi floored. Yeah, they're in like um, hallway. It's like it, they're like riding out the apocalypse in Silver Lake. Yeah, and they're just like dancing's what they love, and it's what they're gonna do. Yeah, it starts to rain, and everybody's so happy that the drought's over. And Britney's like, "No, I'm not done dancing." Yeah, in Britney's, this is the height of Britney Spears being Britney Spears. I mean, we're still at the height of Britney Spears being Britney Spears, but like. This is the the amount of, of places, which means that it's a successful rebrand for her. I would say, yeah, totally. In in the doing the choreography in "I'm a Slave for You," the amount of places that Britney Spears can bend her torso is absurd. She is she's much like the snake that she danced with. She is like she is S shaped from every direction. Yeah, I mean, this word gets thrown a lot around a lot too much. Uh, but Britney Spears's appearance and like the the outfit from the hair to the uh, all the way it's shot, the way it's lit, everything about the "I'm a Slave for You" video is like iconic of Britney Spears. Yeah, like it is just all of those things are just such shorthand, not only for Britney Spears but also kind of this like genre in general. There's a few of Definitely. them that we revisit a few times. Like well, and everybody being sweaty is an easy one. Sort of in like a hats off to Britney Spears. She evolved straight into that and then smoothly onward. There's not that I watched some people Alanis Morissette, for example, who while at in the homeland of Canada was a pop star along the lines of like who would you, that's that's who How I Met Your Mother yeah, is Robin is based Robin on, right? Is based it has on, to be. It has to be because that song, what was the name of the video that that was? For? It was called Too, too Hot, hot. Uh, also known as Not Hot. Not They they <laughs> might have been too hot because they all had on blazer jackets. She's dressed like, you know when somebody, like say like you're Canadian and 17 and like a bank teller. I know all of those things. Very you're intimately. going to like a bachelorette party that night. So imagine that look day to night, and that's what she's wearing. And I really think it helped that no one had ever heard of her. She wasn't a crossover hit. So that when she did hit, we believed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... So You Ought to Know is, like, miles away from Too Hot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, they're at different ends of the earth. But But people who liked You Ought to Know from the moment they heard it didn't have anything to get over, because who had ever heard of Alanis Morissette before that? Right. And An American equivalent of that is a woman named Debbie Gibson, who oh, did, sure. <laughs> um, who had some sort of Taylor Swiftish early hits, um, and was like high profile. I read that in 1989, Debbie Gibson was the songwriter of the year from like the Recording Industry Association. She tied with Bruce Springsteen, and then what? 
1989, Debbie Gibson and Bruce Springsteen are the same thing. Wow. And then by 91, the, a video that I watched from an adult, Deborah Gibson, because that's how you really assert like your independence and sensuality is. Yeah, full name. Go by Deborah. Um, released a video called Losing Myself. And it's like she, if I tell you that she plays a stripper in it, but like they told her she was playing a stripper and it's like, okay, cool. I have a costume. And so the video, she's wearing like a gypsy Rose Lee kind of a thing where you take off like a long glove, a finger at a time. Sure. It's embarrassingly like non-sexy, Sure. but she was trying so hard to be like, I'll have a, I'll have one wine, please. Here's my yeah, driver's I like, license, I would sir. Like one glass of alcohol, please. We'd like <laughs> two tickets to the R-rated movie. Do you need to see my ID because I have one? I'm an adult. So we've talked about some of what like the iconic, not yet a woman videos are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are some of like the origins of this phenomenon in general? Like, what are some of the first instances that we think of this? The the things that I thought of instantly, like trying to backtrack. I thought about Bobby Brown. Because okay. New Edition is, in in my mind anyway, a group that is made up of boys. Yeah, like I, I think mean, of them the as being Candy kids. Girl, Mister Telephone Man. Right, like they're very child. And then Bobby Brown, like "Don't Be Cruel," "My Prerogative," things like that. I mean, that's an yeah. adult. Like, talk about like talk about somebody who does not need a swagger coach. Right. Right. And so th- I thought about that. I thought about Janet Jackson Control. We're going to talk about that album on every yeah, episode. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I hesitate to bring it up because it, we just did an episode about the other Jacksons. Although, I mean, we didn't do an episode about Janet Jackson. But Control, to me, is kind of the founder of all of this. Like, it yeah. is, and I guess in a lot of ways, off the wall, probably, too. But it's right. like, because Michael and Janet were both... Child stars known for one particular type of image, right? And had pursued solo success in that same vein. Michael Jackson, like the like Ben era type of solo things, and right. Janet with like the Dream Street and like the bubblegum stuff that didn't really change avenues for her to and then use a music video to assert just like a new identity is they kind of invented the whole thing, yeah. In my head, at least. Well, and in control, she literally. She ages from 17 to 18. Yeah. Did well, you watch that video this week? Yeah. So Control, I mean, I know it's not the first album off of Control, and I think you could talk a lot about the first image of Janet Jackson, like in that diner in What Have You Done, uh, for, have me you done for Me Lately with Paula Abdul, who is absurdly lip syncing that voiceover. <laughs> yeah. What's up, girl? He stood me up again, again. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, the control video is really like the most explicit of all of these in a lot of ways. So, I mean, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but in some ways it's not. The plot of the control video, if you haven't watched it lately, it's sort of like a short film about someone like Janet Jackson or potentially just Janet Jackson who lives at home with her parents and her mom is cooking dinner before yeah. she is picked up by a limousine to go perform for a world tour. And her mom is like, but it's not going to be good. Cold. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, mom, I have to go perform for literally like 10,000 people. Yeah. Like I, Jimmy I'll jam is get, in a Jeep. Like I will fucking like get catering at the event. Like right. we'll have food later. Thank yeah. you so I'll much for making plate. this casserole. But like, right. I'm going to go come down and then she comes down on a swing and it's a whole thing. 
But it like really is very explicit about like, I'm not going to do what my mom says anymore because I'm an adult. Right. Um, what, which one did we watch that was, uh, it literally said leaving childhood behind. So that is, uh, so that's Nick Jonas. That's jealous. <laughs> okay. He's on yeah. a, he's on a motorcycle. Um, and he is, it was like a roadside, like it's a city now leaving childhood. Yeah, it says now leaving, uh, uh yeah, it says leaving, uh, does it say <laughs> yeah. leaving childhood? I forget. It's I in think my it notes does. somewhere. I can't find it, but it's, uh, it says, I think it says leaving childhood. That video actually is pretty good. Like, I think that that's at least an interesting example of it. Yeah. Um, I expected there to be more, like, shirtless scenes in that. I thought, I mean, I know that his image at that time and at this present time, although this present time, his image is that of, like, married to Priyanka Chopra. Right. But is Nick Jonas the one that plays an MMA fighter? That plays an MMA fighter? One of the Jonas brothers is on um, a TV show where he plays, like, a, a mixed martial arts fighter. I mean, I know they're all like in shape, I, but one of them is in like literally fighting shape. Well, that I mean, that could be Nick Jonas. I think it might be Nick Jonas is the one that we've seen the most of in terms of skin. Then that may be him. Then, um, but he's fully covered up in this video. But it has his like then girlfriend is in it, and it's directed. And it's directed by Peter Tunney, who's an artist. Okay, and he's the one that has all of those like sayings. He's like a he isn't. There's really, lots of murals and banners yeah, and he, sayings. Those in are it. those are all like his work. He he's like a Jenny Holzer type of just like, not really in the same way. Jenny Holzer is just like screaming non sequiturs at you in LEDs. Right. He's more like appropriating like Andy Warhol type of okay. looks and stuff. His he his big thing is having a thing that says attitude, but with a gr at the beginning, so it's gratitude, like gratitude, like. Having a good attitude mm-hmm. is the way to be towards being thankful. Yeah, I mean, I know that makes it sound like he's not a real artist, and he really is. It's like a real like art world person, right. but that's okay. A person I, that I had, but yeah, I, I did like that video. Yeah, a person that I had memories of making these videos of like declaring independence um, was Pink. And I rewatched the videos from Misunderstood, and I didn't feel like that was really the case. Yeah, the first I, one would be "Get This Party Started," right? Yeah, and then in latter and that's ones, just she's Dave Myers. She's in high school thing. in yeah. so many of them. Pink has the video "Stupid Girls," where she's like judging and and calling out all of the sort of stupid women behavior and shallow like people using their sexualities to sell music and things. But then in the video, she does all of those things. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, thank you for pointing out what they are. Jessica Simpson washes a car in short shorts. Wouldn't it be so embarrassing if I washed a car? Yeah. Watch me do it as a joke, but I'm also, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel great about it. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, cynical rebrands and like false starts like this, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that you brought up while while in the process of Ugh. this was uh, Jules 2001, it's 2003, 2003. Uh, pop single, Intuition. Intuition. It does the same thing as Stupid Girls where she's really going after, it's, it really feels like an attack against Britney Spears, particularly. Um, anybody who does any kind of advertising, um, anybody who like wears something sexy in a video, there's like a TRL yeah, ticker the, in the video that says, uh, I'd like Jewel better now that she dances, 
But in the video, she's like in a wet t-shirt. Yeah. She's doing choreography in a little dress. She's mimicking advertising, which by the way, the Intuition song was sold was to, sold to Ship for the to Intuition like, Razor. That, like very distinctly. So it's just so cynical and like talk about a talk about somebody who doesn't have gratitude. Right. She she's pointing out how insane it would be if she was a pop star, but in order to do that, she got extensions and wore them for the whole And here's whole her poppiest cycle. song, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, th- that I quickly ruled out me. I'm being the judge of this, and only me. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I don't being think... not right for this because I think the distinction between like that single uh, to what the this theme is is that this theme is like irrevocable. Right. Like Britney Spears. Well, never my question went back for Jewel though, if it had worked, would it have been reversed? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. It's, don't know. It's a 15-year-old it, video, and I'm seems, mad about it literally just now. It so. seems like it would be hard for her to keep up with that. Right. Like, I think that she would get tired. Um, I feel like genre swapping and flipping does play into this. I watched, uh, obviously, I watched some Miley Cyrus when considering this category. Sure. I, I think what is permanent, though, about the Miley Cyrus of it is that Miley Cyrus is no longer Hannah Montana. Right, right, right. Like yeah, Miley Cyrus is no longer state. making And I don't have uh, beef with any of it. It's just curious that, like, there was a definite hip-hop influence well, for a yeah, while, there's... and then the psychedelic influence, and then sure. more of an acoustic sort of California pop. Sure. Just each one is different. Yeah. But we Can't Stop video is probably number two in the way of uh, things that people mentioned to me when I told them what we were talking about right. this week. Yeah. The difference between that and Dirty is that the very first image of the video is her turning on a beat speaker. There's yeah, all you need to do to get a to to be rebranded as an adult in the 2010s is add some more eyeliner and get a Beats pill in your video. There's so much product placement in these videos. How many Beats pill speakers did you see this week? I know for sure that I saw at least seven. Um, I, saw, I would say I videos. saw at least seven videos with them. Probably total. Oh, the number of Beats pills. Like I don't know, thirty. There was um, there was a video that I saw that had like Beats pills around a TV, as if that was like right. their home theater system was just like a bunch of <laughs> yeah. Beats why not? Um, we can't stop. Also has uh, the EOS lip yeah, glosses, yeah, yeah. and it's like for all of the like. Drug references and sex references. Well, she's gonna and have chap all of lips. those things. Yeah, if anybody's gonna have chap lips in this situation, I mean, you want yeah, you want a lip balm you can yeah. trust. But it's also like we're presented this Miley that is so dangerous, and it's like right, but you would have lost but that she endorsement. Still gets lips there's chapped. there's still an integration of a product. Yeah, the video is problematic. In all the in ways, in all the ways that has been documented all by ways much documented. smarter thinkers than us, yeah, and much more equipped like people to to comment on yeah. that than this room full of white people. But I it's, think it's interesting that it's directed by a woman. Yeah, I um, will say that. that and is Miley is nice. the focus of it in sort of a sex positive way, which I guess is progressive in that way. She's photographed sure. beautifully. I think um, it's by Diane Martell who did all those Mariah Carey videos. Yeah, and I think that Diane Martell has a sense of humor about what's happening in this. And there I is a wit to it that's like, missing from Dirty, for example. Yeah, bite for sure. I think we watched them back to back because they were kind I of mean, the first two that you think of. First of all, the house is clean. That makes a huge difference. M- major difference. Miley has done like some dusting, some vacuuming. She's changed a light bulb. Yeah. 
Yeah, the pool is clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's at least not some kind of infection. Right. Happening in, like, standing water. Uh, in, in the dirty thing, I'm so sorry to do this, but they're another bathroom full of urinals, a flooded men's room where they're doing like weird push-up dances. It might be the same. Do you think it's the same men's room from the Jackie Jackson It might video? be. Imagine getting your face in the water of a flooded men's room. Ugh, guys. Oh, boy. That's rough. But <laughs> it, no, what I was going to say about the We Can't Stop video is that Diane Martell, it's, it's shot as though... She's winking at all of these conventions right. of like adult, like turning Miley into an adult. But and also the idea of like it's like this um party while the adults are away. Yeah. And but even with all of that, and I I tend to be on her side more than she probably deserves, but I don't know that Miley is as in on it as Diane Martell is. I think that she yeah knew what was going on, but I think that she was enjoying it a little too much. Right. Earnestly. Well, and there's a lot of, um, dare me to kiss this puppet. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. And then there's also all of the, um, <laughs> that's my Miley Cyrus. There's also all of the like race problems of right. who, who is presented as a full person and who is, who there. is, who is there as a friend at the party and who is maybe more of a prop. Right. Is it? Yeah question and i will say that it's not of all the fetishes and dressing up and weirdness and and stunts in the dirty video that isn't the thing that came to mind during that no everybody feels like an equal participant everybody has full consent yeah yeah i think the other thing that we didn't really talk about is that the majority of the people who we saw this week almost all women was almost all white women yes and I think that the key to that, and this is gross, and it has to do with our patriarchy that we live in, and it's when there's a younger female star, and it almost is always a Caucasian female star, the premium placed on their virginity sure. is so disgusting. Yeah, there's, and you don't, and that also might be a little bit outdated now. I don't know that, I hope. that that is as expected today. Like, we don't, you don't hear as much from... Uh, I'm trying to think of even who younger artists would be, but like even like um, television stars, like right. a Millie Bobby Brown or like a Kiernan Shipka. Oh, good. Don't have to go on, I don't know what, and like talk about their pure. I mean, range. people would ask Britney Spears that at a press conference. Yeah. And like, and yeah, she like was the thing media with... trained within an inch of her life and could like answer that day yeah. and night. And that is the one, the one outlier is the Jonas Brothers because they very publicly had the purity yeah. rings. And so then they, that did mean that they had to make those sort of like career transitions. And there is, I mean, there are a few uh, outliers to that. I, we didn't exclusively watch things by uh, just, just Caucasian women, but we, and I mean, of course I brought up, I already brought up the Jacksons in this, but I, I, I watched a lot that, of Destiny's Child. Yeah, I think I that, watched a, a lot of their members' solo moves. I think that the way that people of color navigate this transition is different than the ways, uh, at least at the, at the times that I was watching this, which again is focused a lot around like the '90s, late '90s, right. early 2000s. The ways, uh, the expectations that we had for these people. Mm-hmm. I think also... It's kind of fascinating. 
the is so I watched the first Destiny's Child video because I wanted to see sort of the evolution and their first video they're filmed and presented as if they were in vogue already. Yeah, I remember that they went on. I remember them the first time that I saw Destiny's Child on TRL. Mm-hmm. And uh I, the first thing they did was like uh, I think Carson said like what are your ages because people think that you're older than you are, right. which I think kind of says a lot. That yeah. like we all thought that they were 25 from right. the, from the jump and they were like 16. Right. It's the same with Rihanna. Sure. You know Rihanna's first song, she was a teenager, and we don't think of Rihanna as being a child star at all. And a lot of that yeah, is... Taylor Swift and Rihanna were the same age at the and, and famous at the same time. Yeah. So, like, in all of those times when Taylor Swift was, like, in a ball gown, uh, like, in a sparkly dress with a guitar... Being, like, shocked for, by applause. Yeah, Rihanna was equally as famous at the same time, at right. the same age. Yeah, and I think that we need to sort of look at... at our media and the way we consume media. This has gotten yeah. a much, a much more serious well, podcast, but, it's, but it's, that we it's, didn't it's, give Rihanna the benefit of the doubt of being a kid. Like I'd never once thought of her as a child star and she was never presented that way. And it sort of did her a disservice that we didn't look at her as being gifted. Yeah. And, and I don't want to, she wasn't looked at like, as being special for being a kid. And being, we're not being the so first, cool. We're not the first people to talk about the sexualization of people of color from younger ages. And, and that has a lot to do with a lot of other facets that are really outside the realm of right. our expertise at all within this podcast. But, you know, look, I think that there's a lot of uh, resources out there that can comment on this better than us. Right. Is really what I'm trying to say, yeah. because I, uh, I think that it's a, a fascinating topic from a sociological perspective. And, but it does have a lot to do with uh, the specific, because you were talking earlier about like proving maturity through sexuality. Right. And and I think that, like, that's one way that we have seen it. Yeah. But we've also seen it, like, I'm thinking of, like, well, maybe not. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the only one. Because I was thinking of an example of somebody, like, um, I was going to say the Pretty Reckless, like Taylor Momsen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that she, but, uh, the genre that she's interested in... Like she sort of wants to be like a metal singer. She yeah. wants to be like a hard rock. Because I was also singer. Because I was thinking of it like just like maybe that's the like that's that's a pop specific. Note. She was a child actor and just jumped into like yeah. a raccoon eye, just like a big like again a a, amp over. Uh, just so much eyeliner is all you need. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But then I'm remembering that in that video. Her debut video when she's 16. She, she like, jumps into a grave of flames. She jumps in her full underwear. Yeah. Like, she just, like, strips down to an underwear while walking and then jumps into a, a yeah. an open grave. I mean, she makes Miley Cyrus look like Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, of the videos we watched, I, that was the one that I thought actually was, like, a legitimately, like... Well, and I'm sure because she a, was a, a, a young... A thing. Like, because she was a girl in that genre looking that way. I'm sure a lot of people thought she was a poser, but like 10 years later, yeah, that's she's still, still her deal. She's still living that life. We, we, I, she was at the Chris Cornell tribute. Yeah, we looked up the to see what Taylor Momsen 2019 was doing. And first of all, Taylor Momsen is 25 right, right. now. Like that is <laughs> right. insane that we're talking about a video that's 10 years old from someone who's 25. Um, but yeah, that, and I was going to say that like maybe that because she was 
in a, a different genre other than pop and had not really like music that she was known for before that. It was more acting. Right. Uh, the, the rules were different, but no, the rules are the same. In fact, the the rules are maybe even worse because she's like super fetishized in that video. Yeah. Well, let's take a break and we'll come back with our top threes. Can't wait. Okay, we're back. Yeah, welcome back. So, Ryan. Yes. What is your number three video that you watched this week? My number three video that I watched this week. And again, these are not in terms of our pref our favorite videos, but the number three, like one notable notable example. thing to bring up. Yeah. And this one surprised me, but I do think it fits and it's appropriate. And again, this is a video podcast and not a songs podcast. So if not anybody songs podcast. hears this and thinks this guy has terrible taste in songs, that's true, but it's not because of this example. Sure. This is uh, by a band that I assume I'm supposed to call Dance. It is spelled Dunce. So, and I think it's named after like the, the stereotypical like beats joke that people make like Dunce, 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 Dunce. Is it, is it somebody, is it initials? It's D-N-C-E. It is the, the most ridiculous looking like <laughs> band. Uh, it's Joe Jonas's band called Dunce. And they have a song called Toothbrush. Uh, the video is directed by a guy named Luke Monahan, and it's just a very straightforward video. He lives in a loft uh, with his girlfriend uh, Ashley Graham, and then wow, what a upstairs on the roof, his band is playing this song. And it's just a thing that they do in this video is that it isn't um, a shocking depiction or a rebellious depiction. It's just like a really lived-in, mature adult depiction of like sexuality and romance. A lot of people online have like made a lot of hay with think pieces because Ashley Graham is a little bit bigger than Joe Jonas. Two things that I want to say about that is, yeah, and she's a supermodel, and it's am- amazing to get her anywhere. And B, how hard is it to be bigger than Joe Jonas? I'm guessing he's miniature in person. Yeah. But they're just like I, playful, and, and it's, I, it is sexy. And they're like rolling around and laughing and having a good time. They're like, there's nobody getting like, uh, there's, it's not like a serious, like, uh, nobody's got their tongues out and nobody's sweating. And they're just like hanging out in an apartment like the morning after. And it's sweet and, and we've got the air conditioning. Nice looking. Yeah. 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 Totally. That's my number three. Somebody turn, what the, is, turn the nest down to 72. Finally. That's all I wanted in all these videos I watched this past week. I wanted somebody to crack a goddamn window. Just, like, get a fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, nobody... Everybody's already wearing nothing, and they are sweating. Yeah, how hot do you have to be? Call your landlord. Get I mean, the radiator guess, yeah. fixed. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, an, a video by an artist that we have already talked about on this podcast okay. and on this episode of this podcast. And I think that she ha- does have one of the prototypical or archetypical videos uh, of this this theme. Uh-huh. This is not that video. Okay. This is her first attempt at a, uh, a self-actualization moment. Uh, it's from a, a young woman named Miley Cyrus, and it's a video called Can't Be Tamed. Oh, can't be tamed. And when I bring this up as my number three, it's mostly because I have such a strong history with Can't Be Tamed as a video. I mean, even just the title I, of it is explicitly saying, no. Yes. I'm skipping school. Yep. And I I got 
a when the like day that it came out, I got a like urgent text from a friend of mine. Okay, that said you must go watch this Miley Cyrus video. It is bananas. That is friends, one of the first albums that I remember seeing a billboard for. Wow, that's one of the first albums you remember seeing a billboard for? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I I wasn't living in like a. I wasn't living in Nashville or like L.A. Right. Okay. We get yeah. it. You're a, root, a rootsy kind of gal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just remember but, seeing like a big billboard for it. No, I got an urgent text that like required me to like run to a to whatever kind of MacBook Air we. You had did in that thing from movies where you stood outside a TV store and watched it through the window. And, and because it was crazy. And listener, when I tell you that this did not disappoint. Yeah. So that's an understatement. If you have not seen Can't Be Tamed, the plot of Can't Be Tamed is my, it's very, very similar to the centipede, the setup of the centipede video mm. in that we are welcomed to a museum by someone saying literally, quote, welcome to the museum. And, and it's to all these people who are at the museum. Yeah. Just in, yeah. Not which means just welcome to the the museum. Yeah. Uh, and which, by the are, way, I'm not suggesting that Latoya Jackson and Miley Cyrus have never been to museums, but if you go to one, no one says anything. Uh, cor- that is correct. I mean, it, it, it looks like it's some kind of like a... This one looks like it's like a, a fundraiser, like yeah, a gallery. Yeah, because they've captured for something. A special, <laughs> for a special collection. Yeah. Also, is the museum a zoo? Right, yeah. Why would they call it a museum if... I mean, we'll find it's, out what's uh, anyway, behind the curtain. They, there's a, there is an enormous birdcage, the size of a... It's like a 7,000 square foot birdcage. Right. And it is covered with a curtain. Right. That then is uh, lifted. Uh, That's the, the only the way to get them says, to sleep late. Otherwise, the birds start right. chirping first thing in the morning. Oh, yeah. The the person says, welcome to the unnamed museum. The Welcome to the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we now have a new collection or a new like exhibit or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Avis Cyrus. Cyrus. Right. Avis yeah, the family Cyrus. and genus, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. And they lift this curtain off this like, off this like five bedroom birdcage. Right. And Miley Cyrus is it's, is curled up inside of a nest, a literal nest, mm. and she like has her That's hair gross. like pushed back, like with all the twigs and debris that yeah. she's gathered from throughout the museum to build this nest. <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, she's got she's got <laughs> just a shit ton of eyeliner on. She's yeah, and then she has like a CGI wing that's she's like a, fully like black swaned. Yeah, and then it, there's like a Courtney Act moment. Uh, Who's Courtney Act? She's a, a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, where she had like a um, one of I don't remember the one way theme, but it was something about like wings. Birds. She had enormous wings. Yeah. Like, it required them to, like, set up further back to get all of them in the shot. Because yeah. it was, like, crazy. But Miley Cyrus in this video has these enormous CGI wings right. that, like, like envelop her. She's got wild wings. And she, like, like, um, like puts, a like, a cape, sort of like a Batman idea, but it's with a wing. She makes and then, like, an, comes out. an angry, like, don't look at me face. Yeah. And then, from inside the nest, more bird dancers... Oh, there's a full flock. ...come and dance with her to Can't Be Tamed, which is like an electro-pop sort of song. And then they get out of this museum, or they get out of the cage and just, like, trample through the museum. Yeah. And they... And also, that cage was never going to keep an Ava Cyrus inside of there. She was 
it's like the bars are like a foot apart. She's tiny. Yeah. But much like much like not to reference other episodes, much like the horse butterfly, she had That's to learn true. that about she herself. She had to learn that she could get out. Right. Uh, the lyrics to the pre-chorus are uh, that she wants to fly. Uh, what is it? I want to. I want to try. I want to drive. I want to go. Yeah. I want to be a part of something I don't know. Oh, she can't be tamed. Uh, yeah. So I, I, the reason that I, this is my number three is just cause I think it's so absurd to have this by the numbers pop production. Right. It, call it can't be tamed. Give it to Miley Cyrus as like a statement of independence. And then for her literal next album to be the one that actually does it. Is right. Kind of notable. Yeah. And also it, if you watch no other video from this, I'm biased, but watch this one cause it's crazy. And yeah. it's and it is legitimately enjoyable, just in terms of like how random it is and weird. Yeah, it's a little better put together than you might expect. Oh, it's it's produced with an inch of its life. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's crazy. It's bad. I love it. Yeah, Ryan, what's your number two? I wish that my number two could be introed by a couple uh, trumpet notes, uh, because my number two is by uh, the ladies in TLC, and it is called wow. Creep. I, wow. I, I watched this. I watched... But this tracks. Most TLC videos um, in this exercise, uh, and I recommend doing that. If you, have, if you have an afternoon, watch them all. Why not? For um, sure. The previous album, their videos mainly take place in, like, college dorms. Baby, 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 for example, is just them, like, yeah. hanging out at school. Um, and we know like what TLC used to dress like the big floppy hats, oversized overalls and yep. t-shirts. Yeah. Um, they always had sort of a, uh, a winking sort of like, uh, this is an outdated phrase, but like a tomboy outlook on like sexuality. Yeah. I mean, they also Very, like, punch you on the arm. They're an kind interesting of example because they were outspokenly sexual from the first album. They literally, like sex, sex literally had a giant condom. They talk a lot about like on their safe on sex. Their and yeah. Um, but a thing that happened between say like baby, baby, baby and creep is they became very glamorous and they became they were presented as women instead of girls. Yeah, um, definitely. A cool thing about Creep is that it um, has two different settings. One is like hyper, hyper, hyper bright colors. Um, this is probably what people think of when they hear TLC. Each one of them is wearing like a big baggy set of pajamas that are like sort of unbuttoned and blowing. Yeah, speaking of they look like a looks. million like is... bucks. They look incredible. That would be a great Halloween costume. If anybody has... Two friends. Especially because <laughs> you would be so comfy just like hanging out oh my with God. DJs all night. Yeah. It's intercut with black and white scenes of them dancing and sort of being the TLC, like goofing around that people already knew. Um, yeah, it was directed by Matthew Ralston. I uh, read a little bit about him and about this video. First of all, he directed that Debbie Gibson video where she tried to grow up. But he also directed a lot of salt and pepper videos, which TLC requested. They couldn't find a good video. They filmed this video like three times. Really? Couldn't settle on a version that they liked. And then they saw like, what a man and none of your business. And they were like, oh, get that guy. Yeah. And that is a little bit what this video looks like. And it's just, it's yeah, just like. I was like, going to say that, especially those black and white shots yeah. of, uh, of them like hanging out is very, 
is very salt and pepper. Yeah, and I I don't want to use words like classy and glamorous and things like that as if they weren't those things before. But he shot them like they were models. Like they look fantastic. It's the, also Here's a spoiler alert. TLC, each of them individually. <laughs> yeah, totally like gorgeous. Um, and if you haven't lately, and I don't know if you haven't, why you haven't, but watch this video and listen to this song. It, it could come out tomorrow and it would be like a hit song. Zendaya tried to make it come out tomorrow. Is it Zendaya? I don't want to know. Do not correct um, me. I, but it's... Uh, th- this is not going to be the part of the show where I come out as a, a Zendaya enemy. Yeah. But uh, it, if... if it, 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 I don't like Zendaya. And okay. I don't like that song of hers that is just Creep. Uh, well, I'm. that's not it. The one that I'm talking about, my number two, is Creep. What is your number two? My number two is uh, by an artist who... Uh, I don't know if she needed a Not Yet a Woman video, but okay. she got one anyway. Uh, and it's by an artist by the name of Lord. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she came to us sort of fully formed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think any time that you're a singer-songwriter... You kind of get the benefit of the doubt yeah. in terms of being like, like maturity. Yeah. Um, and she was always so much of like not not a girl or a woman or a human. Right. That she, like Bjork, <laughs> right. like, yeah, was just like, it. we don't think of her as in. She's in known terms by of a like name instead of a word, age. a word instead yeah. of a name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so she maybe doesn't need one, but this is, I would say, the first time that she played an adult. Okay. Or at least was shown to us as an adult in in an adult, in a relatably adult setting. Like in the setting. world. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's for a song. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, this is one of the things I hate the most about pop music today, which is it's a song by a DJ that I hate has, the way those are credited. credited. But it's it's disclosure featuring Lord, although she sings every line of the song. It should just be a Lord and song in, that was produced by she's disclosure. She's in every frame of the video. Disclosure featuring Lord. Okay. Magnets. It, this is the black raincoat, the black trench coat. Y- yes. Like yeah. So yes. Yeah. So um, if you by, by the way you we just I think you found this. But there is a uh, internet music video database. It's like IMDb, but for movies. Oh my god! Or for, I love for music it. videos. It's very, very handy because I have it open for the song. It's so yeah. It's directed by um, Ryan Hope, who is like just a video director, I guess. He just directed a lot of disclosure videos. But yeah, it's uh, Lord is in. Lord is playing a hit woman in this, but it's it's sort of a reveal. Okay. So we build on like. It's edited to look like Lord is like having an affair. Like she's their guy. nanny or yeah. something. Yeah. So there's like a guy in like a in like one of those like LA mansions that's like on a cliff right. and there's like an infinity and it's probably pool. in more than one of the videos we watched this week. Yeah, true. In fact, does It is, might does be it the say, Selena Gomez hands to myself house. Does it say who is in it? It has a lot of like production credits, but it doesn't have the fucking actor. So Maybe I I M V D B, step it up. Yeah, would love to know who that actor is. But yeah, so Lord is there's a there's a man and a wife and a Lord, right. and they are all in a house together. And the and wife couldn't be more of like a stick in the mud. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's shot to be like 
It's very plain. Yeah. And Lord like runs up to this man and like at the first chorus of this song, just like as soon grabs as they're alone him and just fully full on like makes out and like the sexiest, like the most like earned sexuality of any of these ones that I've watched. Yeah. It's it is legitimately the only time that I was like, oh my god. Yeah. But <laughs> uh yeah, so they're like they're like making out, and so we're like, oh, this isn't a fair story. Right. Uh and then in like if a video can have three acts <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. the second act of the video, the uh, like very plain Jane wife who we are to believe like Lord is uh, like two timing here. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't, we're never really, I'm not, it, you're not led to believe that she's like their nanny or housekeeper or something. But she's but definitely like a younger, she's a, she's a third person a in, presence the in the house. Um, but she, the, the wife, like turns and we see that the wife has a black eye. Right. And then like third act of this video is Lord in a fucking like head to toe latex cat suit. Yeah. Like latex, like gown. She looks so, so good. Like I, very cool. She is, uh, thanks to IMVDB. It tells me that she was styled by Carla Welch, which is not really that surprising, but, uh, cause Carla Welch styles kind of everybody, but, um, uh, but yeah, she looks crazy good in this latex gown. Uh, like trots herself down a hallway, ties up uh, abuser sex man, and like pushes him into a pool and lights the pool on fire. Yeah, I don't know how you light a pool on fire. I don't know. Well, and if it's one of those things where like the wife hires this hit woman, you'd think the instruction would be. Make it look like an accident. Yeah. It looks it very it on looks purpose. Nothing like an accident. <laughs> it's very intense. And also the wife is there for every second of it. She watches it happen. Yeah. And it is I it I don't know why, but I loved I, I just like visually I was so excited to watch this. Yeah. I was excited by it when it first came out. I thought it was so cool. I I'm shoehorning it into my top three for this because I don't know that it counts, but I do, I do really think it's I the first like time does. that we saw Lord as an adult. If somebody she, thought she was a kid, if somebody thought she wasn't cool, if somebody thought she wasn't hot, this is the video to show them. Oh, uh, actually, speaking of Carla Welch, she's mis- misquoted on Wikipedia, or, or her name is misattributed. Her name's not Carla Welch, it's Carla Welch, but... Uh, it says that uh, Lord Lord wanted to explore ha- quote how sexy a covered up look could seem, and let me tell you what they yeah they nailed it. She looks amazing. She wanted to e- explore how covered up how how sexy. <laughs> I want to oh explore God. how sexy. <laughs> I'm not a New Zealand accent isn't it's we, my favorite to hear Ryan, but I get, can't do it you get to do your Miley Cyrus <laughs> voice you get to do your Lord voice I don't I don't know you only a, know how to do two words I don't Lord have voice. a I can do uh, music festival and uh, time is of the essence <laughs> they're not good I don't do good accents no they were great you did I don't, great I, I don't the first step to getting better is believing in yourself didn't you learn that from the posters in the Joe Jonas video <laughs> totally yeah so yeah, that's my my number two is uh, Magnets by Lord. Great choice. Yeah. What is your number two? Nope. Number Wait, one. you already did that? I did Dunce and Creep. Oh, that's fine. Uh, 
What is, Ryan? Yes? What is your number one video of this week? My number one video of this week is, uh, I think, a video that inspired a lot of these other videos. It is by my favorite video director. It is by one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite singers and songwriters. And, and in a way, uh, one of the patron saints of this podcast. She gives us our wow. exit quote each week. Wow. The video is called Criminal. The artist is Fiona Apple. Wow. Now, I, I much, have questions for you. but I know going. you do. Much like Lord, Fiona Apple came to us sort of fully formed. She was she respected sure as a songwriter. She was taken seriously. Um, a thing about her, though, with her first couple songs is uh, she was maybe taken a little, like, not too seriously, but as if she was too serious. There's literally a song on her first album called Sullen Girl, and yeah. that's kind of how she was treated. And in Criminal, she's, uh, she's presented in a way that is, like, hyper-sexualized in a way. That's the thing, in a way that we project onto that video. Um, but she's the focus of, like, every image of it. It's directed by a guy named Mark Romanek, who's directed, like, so many amazing videos. Um, I think everybody gets the gist of it. She's in a uh, a house, sort of like the morning after a party or the weekend of a party. Everybody else is asleep. Yeah, she's she's at... And she is just sort of through the house. She's yeah. found in a closet. She's found in the backseat of a car. She's in the tub. She's uh, behind the counter. Um, there's been a lot of sort of uh, controversy about this for the entire 20 years that it's been out. Of is this like heroin chic? Yeah. Is it glamorizing a certain type of like exploitation? It it's but watching it through a 2019 lens, like she's the focus of the entire thing. And I think that we can project what we we think a young woman is onto her, but the facts of the video don't tell that story. You don't think that the facts of the video the way that it's shot to be like a night vision, like spotlighted camera thing hints at some of that. I think it hints that the lights are off there. I don't think I it think hints that, that she's the victim of anything. I think that that is a incredibly generous read. <laughs> I think that the, think the that song is about someone with full agency. It's about somebody who has regrets. Um, I, I do agree that um, the way that we talked about Fiona Apple as someone who is outside of the control of her own narrative when she has been right firmly in control of her of her voice yeah uh it, to a point of like she'll shut it down if she's not right. going to say what she's able to and say and i think i think this video because it is so distinct and it's so unusual after this it almost did the opposite thing of like that thing of not being able to look back once you've made sort of like a riskier video Instead, it meant she could do anything. And so Fiona Apple is someone who is not prolific. She's made four albums in 20 years. But she's surprisingly good at videos. She's great at And videos. her videos... I, I have so many more post to say about... Post-criminal are like surreal and whimsical and fun and silly and beautiful and every kind of genre and, and image you can imagine. And if we hadn't like pulled the Band-Aid off with this one... You know, yeah, I think I, it's really striking. The I, cinematography is beautiful. I well, love the I song. The cinematography is is really interesting with the cinematography for Criminal, mm. uh, because you're doing a lot of the heavy lifting of, um, making her grow up, like giving her 
the the adult treatment is done mm. literally just by the way that it's lit in the camera motion of it. Yeah. She's probably it's, 20 in it, maybe 19 or 20. Y- yeah. Oh. I mean, there's but there's also, none of the like campiness or silliness of say dirty in it. There's no like over like there's no like furries or mud wrestling or anything. It's literally just well, she's just in a house. So all she's we in have a house and she's like taking her underwear off and then she's in the corner <laughs> of a tub. Like I think your read those on are, it is a little bit willfully. I think all obtuse. of the all of the ways that we are seeing her, like we are seeing her. The camera is always on her. Yeah, but it's always on parts of her. It's mostly on her face, but not always. But she's not. I mean, we're projecting a lot onto that video, and we have for years. And if you read the Wikipedia about it, it was criticized by, like, it was like the subject of stand-up acts, and it was the subject, you know, it was widely criticized, um, and largely for the way that she looked and for the size of her body. And I love in 2019 that we can celebrate all sizes and shapes and curves of bodies. But you can't do that if you can't also let Fiona Apple be the size that she is without saying, oh, it must be drugs or it must be this or that. She's a victim of something. She's a, you know. I agree with that. I also think that part of the culture that this video created, though, like when we're talking about the cinematography being used to age her. I don't think it was used to age her. Well, it's used to, to make her. I think she looks young in it. It's used to achieve an effect. And that effect is my number one is she, controversial. It's I mean, yeah. So is mine. But that's the point of but that's that's uh, what we're talking about today. Like yeah. colloquially. Uh, you no, know, I agree. What anecdotally I'm is, though, we talked about Christina Aguilera dirty. Like that is the kind of videos we're talking about. Yeah. No, my, I, I, my I think it's favorite a great, of that it's genre. A great pick. I'm just saying the, that sort of cinematography has almost been weaponized in the wake of it. Like it's become such right. a quick visual shorthand. Yeah. For, I mean, it's used throughout. Uh, we can't stop for, yeah. Where it's, it's like the, the spotlight is lighting individuals in a dark room is throughout that. Right. But I would say like in adapting that song into a video and knowing how specifically that song was written who directed that? Mark Romanek. He also directed Scream by Michael and Janet Jackson. He oh, directed wow. Got Till It's Gone. I didn't know He's, Mark Romanek. He also, yeah. he also directed Shake It Off. So. He did. He directed a film called Never Let Me Go. He's super talented. And it, it remains my number one, and I know that there could be pushback about it. Um, I think in this genre and uh, in this sort of statement of purpose of videos that it is, uh, we, we, we would never be able to count all of the things that it influenced. All From right. like advertising to, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely And also true. it pulled her out of the genre and sort of group that was considered her peers and sort of just made her an individual. I think that's cool. All right, well, a lot of hot takes about my number one. So <laughs> I'm going to brace myself. What is your number one? My number one uh, song video of this week is all of the things that we talked about as being this theme. It is uh, a person leaving a group. It is a person leaving like a, 
a sort of teen pop behind for an adult pop sound. Okay. It is a person uh, using the music video to get a distinct visual identity for themselves. It is a person uh, using sexuality in order to make that like maturation easier or like at least like a shorthand for being an adult is okay. like using sex. The music video that is my number one is George Michael, I Want Your Sex. Oh, that is so smart. That is, I, that's so good. When I tell you how much of a genius I thought I was when you, I figured this out. I mean, you're known for being pretty smart, but this is so well chosen. Known. This is so well chosen. I, I would have thought if you said George Michael, I would have thought Faith, but I Want Your Sex is first, and it is way more appropriate for this. Yeah. It's like I censored and banned and it's protested. It's also like, Faith would also be a great pick. Like, I think, because I actually thought about, Faith was like the first thing I thought of yeah. before I looked it up to realize that, oh, I Want Your Sex was... And that's where he this. debuted and, that look, too. Yeah, right? it's also... I mean, Faith is maybe, from a look perspective, more of like that iconic, but he was still in very signature George Michael look. Yeah. And going, maybe cheating a little bit, is like, you talked about like the controversy with this. Mm-hmm. That required George Michael to be present on like all of like the world news. Like right, he, yeah. In all of those appearances, he was in that leather jacket with aviators, with tight jeans. <laughs> yeah. Like he was on brand. Um, yeah, they were requi- at one point they required a disclaimer to be played to, or like a PSA for like safe sex to be to be played before the video was shown on MTV. Right. Um, and I'm sure that, I don't know this, but I, I am sure that all of the like explore monogamy things in it were, if not added definitely for that reason, the, the they were definitely the like screen subconsciously. At the end. I think that there was uh, at least, even if it's within only George Michael's mind, that like that has to be part of this. Right. Because... I mean, that was, like, the middle of, like, AIDS panic in America. And, uh, which is why, I mean, it was so controversial in the first place. It it was, uh, I think, the only, only after sexual healing was the only, like, the the second single to ever chart with the word sex. To have the word sex in the title. Yeah. Has there been anything since? Do you know one off the top of your head? Oh. I'm sure there has been. (laughs) Let's talk about um, sex, but it's not a number one sex. song. It was Sex Laws by Beck on the charts, on any chart? Probably something. Um, and then there's definitely songs like Promiscuous. There are songs with sexy titles. Yeah. I mean, there are songs with... I don't know. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if there is. but it's it, sexy, it, but yeah. It's definitely said to, in, to have inspired uh, like Prince to, rele- to be able to release like Get Off as a single. Right. Because, uh, I mean, Prince obviously never shied away from sexual themes in in music, but having, releasing them as the lead single was kind of a ballsy move on George Michael's part. And it worked in every sense of the, in every sense. It made him a star on his own. Everybody knew his name. It is, if you have not listened to I Want Your Sex in 2018 or 19 or 17, within the last, like, I'm the surprising thing about his years. songs to me is they are all seven and a half minutes long. Yeah, so I Want Your Sex, it, there's three parts. If you have the album, it, there's three parts to it. 
Uh, if you have the the single, you might have heard them all mixed together on the monogamy mix, which is yeah. 13 minutes long, which is, I'm going to say, too long for yeah. I Want Your Sex. I think George Michael is a supremely talented musician. I think Father Figure is maybe the best pop song ever written. Uh, I, I think that 13 minutes is too long. It's long. For I Want Your Sex. We get the idea. Yeah. Um, the video is one of those for it to be so like glossy and well filmed. It couldn't be simpler. It is it, in by if you only knew of the controversy of it, and then you watched this, you would through the lens of today right. be so bored. Everybody's fully dressed. Everyone There's just is, sort of like lumps moving under satin sheets. Yeah, you can kind of get an idea that it's people. Yeah, it's. I mean, you and only because it's alluded to that it's people. If at the end, like a cat popped out of there, you'd be like, "Pockets, how'd you get yeah. in there?" <laughs> I like the. Uh, <laughs> this happens in a lot of musicals and videos and stuff where he's singing directly into somebody's ear. Yeah, so his, that's his girlfriend, Kathy Jung. Okay, is that how you say it, Kathy Jung? Probably. I hope that I'm pronouncing people's names correctly yeah. on this podcast. This is not a names podcast. It's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, a pronunciation uh, podcast. Yeah. Next week we'll be talking about David Bowie. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, but that's his his then girlfriend is in the video, mm. uh, and she is like basically just staring dead in the camera, and he is yeah. shouting in yeah. her ear. Uh, very similar to uh, we talked about. Don't be cruel in this. And there's a point when Bobby Brown is shown... Pro- there's, like, all sorts of weird shit happening in Don't Be Cruel with, mm-hmm. like, layering of Bobby Brown's. But Bobby Brown is facing profile at one point. Oh, and he's and he just, is like, like, snarling. And he is, like... He's so mad. He is so furious. And I imagine... Someone has been so cruel. I imagine that it is, like, the 18th take. And because like, Bobby come Brown... Come on, sell it. We don't believe the filming it. of Don't Be Cruel, like, still looked very childish. He's somebody, thin. Somebody had to be, like... Yeah. Uh... No, Bobby, you have to look tough. And he was yeah. like, oh, I got it. Yeah. And then, like, just, like, looks so angry. Like, he looks like a How pirate. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, George Michael also just, like, singing straight into a woman's face. Just right into somebody's head. Obviously, everybody knows, like, writing Explore Monogamy with lipstick on the legs yeah. and all of that. Um, uh, one thing I did not know until I uh, dove deep into this is that Casey Kasem refused to say the name of the single. What did he call it? The new George Michael single. Okay, Casey, <laughs> come on. Uh, Remember when Casey Kasem died and there were, nobody could find his body? Oh, that was dark. <laughs> he this had, is there's like a there's like a widow you battle can, or something. You guys can go down a Wikipedia rabbit hole yeah. with Casey Kasem's funeral and body and family and wife and widow and the whole deal. It's crazy. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, during the height of the controversy about this video, George Michael released uh, the following statement about this video. Okay. Wait, is, since, I've, since I attempted a couple different accents, a uh-huh. Miley Cyrus, a, new, a Kiwi, do you want to try for a posh George Michael? I do not. Okay. I would not, I would not do well. Okay. I would, I would say that my version of a George Michael would end up sounding somewhere between Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. And, um, uh, um, uh, uh, um, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you split the difference, that's you land on George Michael. Sure. I mean, yeah. he's a mixture. He contains multitudes, but yeah, I don't think do. he sounds like either of those people. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, he said, the media has divided love and sex incredibly. 
The emphasis of the AIDS campaign has been on safe sex, but the campaign has missed relationships. It's missed emotion. It's missed monogamy. I want your sex is about attaching lust to love, not just to strangers. And I would say this, is that what I if want you your sex is about? If you listen to the song or watch the video, I would say it's it's not, but... You know, like sometimes pop stars will give a second reading of what their song's about. We've seen that lady with Lady Gaga sure. and Do What You Want With My Body. Yeah. Meaning like, yikes. You, can, you can't take my mind. All right. I mean, that's, okay. that's not one of the lyrics. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to wade into that water. I, we're not going to. this episode, but <laughs> I, uh, we, don't have, we don't have the time. Who we've already does? Used up Who could whole, ever? We've already used up your whole morning. Uh, but yeah, so my number one is uh, "I Want Your Sex" by George Michael, and also just in turn, if you're gonna pick an if you're gonna pick an image for your solo debut, I mean, what a better that's image! That's a great to way pick. to start. Like a cross earring and a leather jacket. Yeah, and then to have that image that you can just like fully blow up in the Freedom ninety video. Oh, just, that's like, I mean, we're gonna fire. talk about that video. God, what a great soon probably what a great what a great gift to all of us. R.I.P. George Michael. Yeah. I will say this week, I watched more videos that I would watch again than anything so far. Oh, I fully agree. Again, I, I said this at the end of last week's episode, but it was a real treat to be able to watch things in widescreen. Oh, my gosh. The the Lord Magnets video was uh, one of the first things I watched, because I, it's just because I love it beautiful. so much. Beautiful, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's to see... I, I'm looking forward to... Maybe I don't know... Uh, what next week will hold, but hopefully there will be less beats pills. That I, I think there's, there at. would almost there, have, there to, has be. to be, there has to be. Um, a thing we typically do is the Nicki Minaj game. Oh. I feel like she's like the patron saint. Yeah. That, that's of very this group. easy. I mean, she's like their, their favorite, like babysitter. Mm-hmm. She's their aunt and she's like leading them towards the horny light. Yeah. Just constantly. Yeah, I mean, she I think... collaborated with Bieber. Yep. She's in a lot of these. Yeah. So, I think it's it's sort of a gimme. That this one's kind of a bye week. Does for itself. The Nicki Minaj game, totally. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, the one we didn't talk about would obviously be with her feud with Miley Cyrus at the VMAs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while my, uh, like, um, for Nicki Minaj, while winning an award at the VMAs to threaten the host of that year's ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Is, um, I love that. She threatened her by saying, What's good? What's good? Which and is it, a thing that I'd only ever asked about appetizers. And, um, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's not bad. I'm holding a mic. All right. <laughs> and that's our time this week, folks. So, uh, Chris, what is, I, I picked this naughty teen subject. Yeah. What is your choice for our topic for the next yeah, episode? Speaking of Nicki Minaj collaborations, let's dive deep into collaborating. And, okay. Uh, I would like to talk about duets. Duets. Okay. Let's do it. I think this is a pretty obvious category, but, you know, your duet videos. And uh, uh, one, the maybe only important distinction I'd like to make with this one is a duet is, by definition, not a duo. Right. So you'll be pleased to know... No Hall & Oates. Yeah, so that excludes... Uh, Ryan's least favorite song. Oh God! Which is "Hey Santa" <laughs> hey by Wendy and Carney Wilson. Yeah, because they are a duo. It also will, will exclude probably um, features where just somebody shows up for a couple lines. 
Um, and I'm going to make the rule that both artists have to be in the video. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both artists have to be in the video. Otherwise, it's not a, a duet video. Right. But yeah, that's duets next week. Okay, I'll see you then. I'll see you there. Yeah. This world is bullshit. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.